Broadcasting live from the T-Shirt Help Desk with your host with the most, Gary Ajene. The T-Shirt Man giving you the 411 on life, liberty, and the pursuit of T-Shirt happiness. And when he's not painting S's on Skittles or eating peanut butter and hot sauce sandwiches, he's spitting hot lava about the T-Shirt industry on your ass. And now, without any further ado, Gary Talib Ajene. Yeah, baby. Yo, yo, what's up? What is up, everybody? What's going on? Man, I know it seems like I haven't been here for a while, but I am back and uh, here to give you some really great, great, great content. Um, As you guys know, this is the new T-shirt help desk podcast. And what I'm doing as of late and from now on um, is to go out and find people who are really, truly knee deep in the game. People who are on on the same level, I mean, higher, you know, than a lot of you guys, you know, and to give you guys some inspiration. Okay, and today we have an awesome, awesome show. Today we have Henry from RGBTs. I mean, awesome guy. And this is a guy who truly started from the ground up. I mean, he started just, he just went out on a whim. And now he's pretty much killing the game. All right. And he's only going to get bigger, better, and even more sales even more uh being more of an influencer and really getting out here and really doing his thing and the great thing about it is that this gentleman is in his own niche all right especially in these really tough uh turbulent times that we living in uh, we have a new president and there's a, i mean there's a whole lot of controversy uh, that's going on with that and this guy's really has a niche that's really just grabbing the bull by the horn so to speak and it's a really great thing all right rgbt's henry we are about to get into it but first as usual of course we're going to take a break pause for the cause and pay the bills and when we get back an awesome interview in a few seconds hold on to your lace front wigs we will be right back the t-shirt help desk podcast is brought to you by The wait is over. Yes, gentlemen, the wait is over. GaryEgene.com is here. Yes, a life skills site for gentlemen and gentlemen of leisure. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are one of the many listeners to the T-Shirt Help Desk podcast, um, you may be one of the people that really liked when I used to be on here going off and just talking all type of craziness. Well, that no longer goes on here. I don't get too much into the opinions on the T-Shirt Help Desk podcast. So I've taken my show on the road and started GaryEgene.com. Over there, I mean, guys, we chop it up, okay? Uh, I give so much ism, all right? Life skills, all right? Uh, Coaching, dating advice, 
race relations. I talk about secret societies, the power of the subconscious mind, metaphysics, being a man, manhood, and living by a code. All of those good things go over there. So definitely get yourself over there. Check it out. I'm going to be taking you way out. So GaryEjene.com. Get over there. Listen. And I'll see you on the other side. Peace and blessings. It's back, y'all. Yes, the Mega Pack is back. The spring and summer are t-shirt season. So you guessed it, it's sale time at the T-Shirt Help Desk. The package that helps you start that t-shirt business you've been wanting to start for years. The Mega Pack. This package is unbelievable. You get the custom heat transfers list, the super pack templates, the new fall super pack with long sleeve tees and hoodies, the snapback pack, the t-shirter e-commerce WordPress theme, the groundbreaking start a t-shirt business or die trying audiobook and PDF. This package is crazy. All for one low price. Gary has lost his mind yet again. The sale is back for only the spring and summer. After that, it's a wrap. Get it now or you'll be sorry. Start that t-shirt business ASAP. Yeah, baby. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you thinking about starting a t-shirt brand? Are you thinking about selling that brand online? Well, guess what? You're going to need a domain name. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but most of the really good ones are already taken. You see, great minds think alike, and the early bird always gets the worm. So get your domain name as soon as possible, before it's gone. Where? T-shirtdomains.com. Dude, this site is awesome. Not only can you go here to secure your domain, but have many choices as to who you're going to secure your domain with. Multiple companies like GoDaddy.com, OneInOne.com, Namecheap.com, Dotster.com, Register.com, and many more. So what are you waiting for? Get your domain name today. Start your t-shirt company tomorrow before it's too late. The book that changes lives. Start a t-shirt business or die trying. The groundbreaking ebook and audiobook. Read or listen to it today. Start a t-shirt business tomorrow. Yeah, baby. Hey guys, are you looking for nice t-shirt labels or really, really great hang tags for that awesome, awesome, awesome t-shirt brand that you're working on well look no further than clothing labels for you.com that's right clothing labels for you.com they have labels to go on the sleeve labels to go on the bottom hem they have uh back neck press on iron on labels they have iron on labels that go on the sleeve iron on labels that go on the back hem they have everything they have hang tags die cut hang tags so make sure you go to clothing labels for you.com and make sure you use the promo code t-shirt help desk all right and uh that's it get yourself some labels and get that t-shirt brand out today baby and we are back and today i have a very special guest all right we have henry from rbgt's um uh, a really awesome t-shirt company that i found out about i don't know if he hit me up or if i found him on instagram but henry my brother how are you i'm doing great gary how about yourself bro i am fantastic so tell me about yourself tell me about yourself and what made you start rgbt's and what is rgb 
RBG, excuse me, I keep getting that messed up. What is RBGTs all about? Absolutely, uh, thank, thank you for having me. Um, well, RBGTs, um, RBG, just to start off, uh, is for red, black, and green. And what red, black, and green is, uh, there's a lot of confusion out there, so I try to clarify it as, as whenever I can. Um, it's the Pan-African flag, and essentially what that represents is everyone of African descent that currently resides outside of the continent, and and more, more so prominently, uh, descendants of those that were uh, captured and enslaved across the world, because the majority of us don't really have a, a country to uh, reference, so we don't really have a flag to bear, so this is uh, a substitute, so it's it's virtually a nation outside of a nation of people scattered all across place and um and what rbgt's is i, I try to carry that mindset with and, most and of my I, designs of, for people that are like yeah oh, no and I, and I and i just wanted to, to say that it was started i believe the red black and green the flag of, of pan-africanism was started and made prominent by marcus mosiah garvey uh uh, and I believe the 1920s. I hope 1920. Like, yeah, yes, yes, 1920. Yeah. So I just wanted to add that. But go ahead, my brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and believe it or not, he started it after there was a popular song that was on the charts called uh, "Every Every Race Has a Flag Except the Coon." And so, you know, I guess that prompted him to get started on this. And a couple of years later. That's what that's what uh, had him come up with it, this flag to represent us. So so the coon has a flag. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, but, fantastic. But, um, but go ahead, my brother. So, so I just try to carry that. Yeah. So I just try to carry that mindset uh, in, into my designs, uh, and you know, hope, to hopefully connect with like-minded people out there. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, so I just wanted. This is something that I wanted to talk about because you know i know i have listeners of all walks of life and i know that uh on my other show there was some gentlemen uh well my other by the gary edgenate podcast there was some gentlemen who have a company and it's you know it's geared towards uh black people or melanated people and there's a lot of confusion about anytime you do something that is uh pro-black or, you know what I'm saying, pro-melanated people or pro-African or pan-African, there's this uh, very large misconception that, you know, is some type of hate group or terrorist group. And I just want to say to everyone listening that um, this is not and has nothing to do with the anti of any race, religion, uh, groups, Social, social, political group, ethnic group, ethnicity at all. And if you wanted to uh, expound upon that, uh, I would love to hear your your take on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. I mean, if anything, it's the opposite of a hate group. It's a, it's a, it's more of a love movement movement to uh, kind of help us love ourselves. Uh, only because the the society that we live in, and also historically. Uh, programming has made it so that we hate the skin that we're in we hate each other and, and and the things that we do are out of either fear or disdain for people that look like us so 
and, and that's amongst us. So, so my whole goal, um, and I don't even really like to call it pro-black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to call call it more so um, pro-me, I, I, I guess. Yes. Um, like I said, with, with so much out there that, that promotes negativity uh, within our, our, our race, I, I just want something that promotes positivity, love them amongst each other, and, and rediscovering who we are. And, and 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 why we are uh you know a, a great people fantastic nothing but love now this is something that uh something that i'm really into and that because I, I started out way way back in the in the day as a uh graphic designer you know um and an artist and just drawing and all that stuff so i wanted to get into your design process because i've seen a lot of your tees they look great i see a lot of people wearing them i see a lot of people posting them posting themselves wearing them on on instagram and when you're designing because this is something really 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 big to people um take me through your process of coming up with the design and how do you done do you do it yourself do you have a designer do it what is your design process uh um so essentially pretty much 99% 99% of my designs have just popped in my head while I was driving. I, I might have been thinking about a subject or heard about something new. You know, I listen to a lot of talk radio, a lot of podcasts, uh, just try to gain information. And, and, and sometimes when something just enters into my ear and then touches that creative part of the brain, it, it kind of just happens for the most part. Um, and, and then I'll, I'll take it home. I, I, I learned Corel draw off off of a uh, like 10 30 day trials <laughs> and then, so I said all right this is real so let me go ahead and buy it so what I, I just learned to, to use the function in there functions in there to try to bring my ideas to life and and so far so good and I've, I only have a couple of designs that I did not physically do myself only because I'm not first in the software um, I have a couple of ones that were you know that I used the DTG process for is because they, they have a lot of colors it's more elaborate i just kind of explained to them what i was looking for and um and and, and you know they, they they did a pretty good job in coming at I, I commissioned some artists to, to come up with it for me okay so where did you okay so most of the stuff you went and you you learned you're the second person who learned from corel draw like last week uh, mike garcia from no sleep society he learned from corel draw he eventually switched over to photoshop and illustrator uh, but you're the second person um, that telling me about uh, Corel Draw. Okay, so that's that's awesome. And so I think I'm going to put up something where you can get a, a, a trial or a discount for Corel Draw uh, in the show notes, possibly, or, or on the website. Um, so tell me about um, commissioning other artists. How did you go about that? Where did you find them? Was it something local? Was it so, you know? Or did you go through a process of on the internet of finding someone uh, who was doing a design for you? Yeah, actually uh, through Instagram. Um, you know, I, I like to follow artists because I, I like to get inspiration and I, I just enjoy art. Period. Uh, so a couple of people who who had the the style of what I was going for um, on, on a particular idea. Um, I, I would reach out to them. I, I'd send artists messages just to give them a, a, get an idea of what they would charge and how long it would take the whole process. And I was able to narrow it down to uh, a couple of people who, who 
could see my vision, uh, could give me the turnaround time and wasn't going to charge me, you know, through the roof. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so essentially just found them through Instagram and then just process of elimination. Uh, I was able to come up with some some some, some pretty dope uh, artists. Fantastic. And there's something really great that you hit on there, which is um, not just finding an artist, but finding an artist that I guess you can say reads from the same sheet of music as my man Avery uh, told me that phrase, meaning someone who their style is akin to your style and, and your vision and what you see for your company. Right, right, exactly. Because there was a you know, couple of them, I bounced the ideas off of them and either A, they had no idea what I was talking about or, or B, you know, it, it kind of went against, you know, their belief system you know so you know just because they can draw though doesn't necessarily mean that they can bring your ideas to life i guess is what i'm finding out right 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 so how did you like on instagram how did you like find the artist did you put in a certain hashtag or were they just did they just come to you or this is people that you know from before but how did you just so the people i hit who can know if they wanted to find an artist on instagram how, how did you go about finding uh, uh these artists on instagram you know I would say the majority of them, uh, I like to call it, you know, going down, down a rabbit hole. You know, you click on something that's interesting. Next thing you know, you see something else. You follow this, you follow that, and, and then you hit a gold mine. It's like, wow. So I, I would say the majority of people I just found going down a rabbit hole. Okay. Um, and then from there, you'll you'll see somebody might post something here or there. And, and it kind of happened organically. I can't say I necessarily ventured out to find any one particular. Mm-hmm. It's, just if i came across something that, that caught my eye and, and it kind of resonated with me then then i would investigate a little further so 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 far everything has happened organically fantastic fantastic so i want to talk about since we we're talking about um you know going out and reaching out and things being organic you have a very it seems like as if you have a, a very involved audience on instagram and there's a lot of people who take a lot of pictures with your shirts and and post them or they send them to you and you post them take me through and walk me through your process of how you promote your company because this is a big deal people want to know like right now it's like okay how do i get this this idea like you know i got my you know my my website and all that stuff how do you promote your tees to the world what is your process of just getting the word out that rgbt's is here and we want you to be a part of this movement and we want you to buy some t-shirts how how, how, how do you go about that what's your promotion process you know it's it's pretty rudimentary for the most part uh, up until about two months ago i was 100 percent uh instagram uh, because it, it was real easy to use, post a picture, maybe put some captions and have a call to action there. You know, send people to the site and, you know, just try to come up with the images that would catch people's eye. And and the way I went about that is, is the same way I, I go about the whole T-shirt line in general, which is what catches my eye. So that up until about two months ago was exclusively how I did it outside of, you know, setting up shop at different events here or there. Um, and as just over when I relaunched my, my website two months ago, I had been doing a studying on Facebook because, uh, you know, realizing how powerful of a tool that is, 
um, I've invested some money in, in Facebook ads and also using that same principle of what catches my eye, uh, what, what are people looking for? And that has, um, I don't know, I guess I struck gold or I, I, uh, I, I know where my people are and I was able to find the right demographics and, and I don't have anything to measure it to, but based on what I can see and how busy I am, it, it, was, it was pretty successful. And, and in terms of getting people to, to post pictures, you know what, on every piece of marketing that I send out, you know, whether it's the, the hang tags, I'll put them on the back. Here's our social media. Please take a picture, post it, tag us. You know, I just I just ask them to and and and, and they do it, thankfully. And I, I appreciate that support from the people as well. Fantastic. So you're hitting on some really fantastic stuff here which is number one the power of advertising because you said facebook ads and if i'm not mistaken well i know i'm not mistaken with facebook ads not only can you promote on facebook but you can promote on instagram i just want everybody to, to know that that there is no instagram ad platform you all instagram ads is through facebook because instagram uh, owns facebook and also putting call to actions in your stuff meaning you have a hang tag that says hey this is our this is a you know this is our social media sites you know go here and post a picture you know and you know ask it's so simple just ask people you know if people are um buying from you i mean that that's that says a lot and you know why why can't you just ask also are you doing anything uh, with your mailing list like do you, are you are you taking and because I put this in my book the importance of having a mailing list and building that tribe of people building your own tribe are you doing anything with that so so yeah with the mailing list to me is is your most important thing for for longevity and sustainability um, you know when you go to my, my website the number one call to action there is to sign up for the mailing list because you know, one thing that I've learned from from doing research is that the number one uh, challenge is to get the person through the door. And then once you got them in the door, they came for a reason. So they obviously like what they see. Up to that point, it's your job to stay in contact with them. Uh, they did their job, which is come to the site. Now it's your job to stay in contact with them. So. I, I, I try to that's my biggest thing is and it, it hurts because when I relaunched my website I couldn't figure out how to get the mailing list up so I had, had like more traffic than I ever had within like that first week and a half and I, and I, and I lost them but luckily the, the the traffic has has sustained so far so I've, I've been able to build it up um, and and I try to send something out every couple of weeks or so um, you know being a one-man operation it's, it's hard to cover every aspect of, of the business trust but me I, I, I know. do try to touch yeah. So, but I, I try to I try to touch bases with everybody and and, and let them know that I, I appreciate you know hanging in there with me and, and and try to send out promotions every now and then. All right, cool. So now I want to talk about. You said you you redid your website. Who do you use? Because a lot of people, this is one thing. Because if you don't have a website, you know, just forget about it in this day and age. Even with people who are doing hand to hand stuff on the street, I think you always need that website. Who do you use and what do you use for um, the RGB, RBGT's uh, website? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm on Shopify now. Uh, I was on Wix, 
And, you know, I like to tell people I didn't plan to succeed. So I just I didn't take this. So I went with the cheapest. I went with the one that was easiest to build, easiest to, to rubber hits the road. And once I got busy, once I realized this was a real thing, I realized that I was doing a lot more back end work than I should be doing. And after doing research, I, I realized that Shopify had a lot more integration that automated a lot of things. So so now Shopify and, and so far so good. I'm a big man. I'm a big proponent of Shopify these days. And with my new season, I'm gonna have I'm I'm gonna actually do a Shopify course because I think that they are awesome and they really have made a lot of things just so so simple. You know what I'm saying? Like it's as simple as <laughs> putting it together adding an app and it's just right there for you man if they really streamline the entire like on uh, e-commerce uh platform so i also want to get into uh, with 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 your orders do you print yourself and keep inventory or do you use a fulfillment center no everything is, is right here in my spare bedroom um uh don't use a fulfillment center although i i think i'm to the point now where i gotta do something <laughs> because i am uh one person and there's only 24 hours and i gotta sleep some of them some of them yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> so and and, and and i'm losing a lot of money <laughs> all right so let me ask you so or do you you just have to stuff printed yourself and then you or do you print yourself or do you like what do you do for your hang tags how do you put you know all your stuff your mailers how do you put all that stuff together as a uh uh, uh, uh as a one-man operation uh, so <laughs> I, I send i do have a couple of, <laughs> i have a couple of screen printers that I, I work with locally and that's been my biggest challenge so far is finding somebody who is consistent that has good quality that has good turnaround time and it's not trying to you know take me out to the shed uh so I got, I got a couple of I use for the ones that absolutely need to be screen printed. Um, I was, believe it or not, everything, almost every design that I have right now, I started off using a, a, a silhouette vinyl cutter in a, in a, in a $150 heat press. Wow. And then, and then I had to get serious about it. Uh, um, but now I just got into the world of uh, the transfers, which are great but you know i'm still making every single thing so and um so and then i also have some of my sweatshirts and my jackets that are that have you know letters of embroidery stuff some you know some some custom patches and woven labels and things like that but i do everything here in, in my spare bedroom um my hang tags i sew the tags on the hem tags or the the, the tags for the sweatshirts i sew them all myself so Everything touches my hands that, that comes in and out of here. Wow, that is fantastic. That that is a a, a great story. Like you are truly a hands-on um, person. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is there are there are ways that you can streamline it, but some things you're gonna have to do yourself. Like in terms of the hem tags and stuff like that, you could sew that on yourself or you can have uh, someone else do it, but a lot of the fulfillment centers don't do stuff like that. But um, but you can send them your own if you want to do that yourself. You can pay to have someone sew those on and then just ship them to the person. I mean, to the fulfillment center. But there are a lot of fulfillment centers out here that 
absolutely you can they can do everything almost everything for you and i think as time goes on you'll you'll you, you will eventually go that route um but it just depends on what you want to do and like off air i'll definitely um tell you about a couple of them and i may and i'm and i'm also going to put a few links in the show notes uh on uh t-shirt help desk podcast for anyone who might be listening on itunes or something you can go to t-shirt help desk podcast and get this the show notes i'm going to put some some links for some really great fulfillment centers in case you don't know what a fulfillment center is um these are people when you get an order the order goes to your website it immediately gets forwarded to them they will print your shirt they will they can depending on the company i know of some that would actually put your back neck uh label in the back not a label but a, a print in the back um they will they will um put it put you put it in a plastic and put it in a mailer and they will even and give an invoice with your logo on it um so and that is all totally automated you don't have to have any inventory you don't have to do anything they do it all for you and this this is what we were talking about so if for anyone who's a little bit confused about that you know what i'm saying or you can just do it yourself a lot of people like to do it themselves and doing it the the one thing i will say because there's there's pluses pros and cons to everything with the do-it-yourself plans and models you you your margins are much bigger and you get to keep more of your own money to whereas you know what that's exactly that's exactly it what what when, when, when you come from doing it yourself, you get used to those margins and, and you can't really see taking a lower cut for something that you create and you know you could do at home. But that time in those, you know, expanding the business is where, where you miss out. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's, it, it's pros and it's pros and cons. Your margins are higher, but, you know, your time and also the great thing about it, I, I will say the great thing about it and, and it just depends is that if you all because trust me i've had to do this when i was uh selling uh my branding packs and such and such when you want to go on vacation you have to you either have to stop your operation and tell everybody no orders or orders are going to go out next week or you can't go on a vacation or you're going to have to take all your t-shirts with you in a big box and, and mail them while you're away you know what i'm saying like so that's one thing about a fulfillment center or or it, that, that but this is when you're in a one more operation because if you have a partner or you know a son a daughter a niece and nephew they could just you know ship your orders for you but it just depends it just depends yeah 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 so and, that, and that's something I'm, I'm struggling with right now because Ever since I got busy, I'm about to go on vacation for the first time uh, to West Virginia, where I'm from, uh-huh. and I'm going to be gone for about two weeks. And I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? You don't want to stop the flow of money, but at the same time, you don't want to have people waiting, you know, three weeks to get the stuff. Yes, you see, and that's and that's what I'm saying. And the thing about it is, this is what's called. I mean, you might not see it that way, but this is what's called a good problem to have because. If you're actually getting orders, that's what everyone in the t-shirt industry wants. You want to sit there and ship out those orders because, you know, that's what we're here for, to make money. But at the same time, it's like, damn, well, you know, what am I going to do? But I think that you, I think you're going to figure out something. I mean, this may be the time when you may have to hire an employee. You know what I mean? You may have to hire someone and just, you know, but, but once again, that means that you're growing and that means that you're expanding and that that's... That's in business is what we call a good problem to have. 
Absolutely. I see it that way too. All right. So I want to talk about, so I want to talk about um, in closing in our last minutes, I want to talk about, uh, and maybe, and maybe that was it, but what has been some of your um, biggest challenges and roadblocks you know what i'm saying because once you get into this business it's real fun and it looks real fun on the outside but once you get into it it's like damn this is a this is this is some work here this is some i'm really gonna i'm busting my ass what has been some of your challenges some of the things that just hit you out of left field and you say oh damn (laughs) well i I, i'll tell you what my biggest uh biggest pain in my butt has been um, printers that tell you they can do something and you, you you spend all the money to do it, you send them the shirts, you pay for the service and you get it back and it's nothing like you planned. Nothing even close. I mean, I even had one, one printer that just tried to recreate the file that I sent them. I said, bro, this ain't even the same font. What is this? And, it, and it's two inches smaller. So in my garage, I got like four boxes uh of stuff that's just messed up i mean and and to the average person they don't see it they think it's a cool shirt but when it's your vision and and your baby you you just can't let it go even though it's just you know just barely different you know you you just can't let it go and i don't want that to be a representation of the brand because that's you know when you're trying to build a brand you try to control all aspects of how people see it yeah and and beyond that you know I came into this with no expectation. I didn't even think it was going to succeed. Uh-huh. So anything that might be a roadblock to me, I've, I've just seen it as a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because I, I don't I don't know what the road is supposed to look like to know it's a roadblock. I might just think it's a speed bump and I I, I learn to adjust to it and keep moving. So, but I, I love the process, though. Oh, man, that's great. And I just want to say to you, to, to the problem that you had with that stuff and to anyone who's listening there is a way to alleviate that from ever happening and that is a good screen printer is supposed to before they go into production of anything even if it's 10 shirts they're supposed to print a sample for you now i don't know if that happened but um just let you just for the future if you if you because it seems like to me you kind of got your people you rocking with but in the future and for anyone who's listening listening when you take your artwork to any type of printer, anywhere, always, they're always supposed to send, in the industry, it's called a strike-off, but just for, you know, for lay, in layman's terms, you know, it's called a sample, all right? They always supposed to, before they go into any type of bulk thing, whether it's 10 shirts, 20 shirts, 30 shirts, 40 shirts, 100 shirts, 1,000 shirts, they're supposed to give you a sample and you're supposed to sign off on it, meaning the design is right, the size is right, the colors are right. Now, now, Henry, is that what is that what happened or did you just send them the artwork and they just sent you 20 or a dozen or how, however much t-shirts? <laughs> you know what, man? What you just said is my first time hearing that. So that has not happened up to this point. <laughs> oh, well, I see. I, I, I like to bop... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so I, 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 like, I like to buy my own shirts because I, I found this the perfect shirt that, that's for what I what I'm trying to accomplish for the right price point. And a lot of times they can't get it, so I go drop them off. You know, 50, 60 shirts, 
and they, they get the design, say we're good, and I go to pick it up, and 50, 60 shirts are sitting in the box, you know, six months later. Oh, my God. Well, brother, you just learned some good information for all you guys out there. Never, ever, ever give people a design and have them just do it because none of us are perfect. None of us are infallible. People make mistakes. And with this gentleman right here, he gave them shirts. So he it costs him money coming in the gate. I mean, if, if another case, you could be like, oh, that sucks. I don't want it. So the, the screen printer to protect himself from hell. No, these are ugly. I don't want it. I'm not going to pay to protect himself. He should be giving you a sample and for you to protect yourself. So you don't get as the gentleman's right here is telling you 50, 60 shirts that suck. Always get a sample first and then sign off on that sample. And if they're and if they don't tell you that or if they don't mention that say hey can i get a sample one sample first before you do before you go into production you know what i'm saying because that's what it's called you know can i can, can i get a sample first and you will eliminate you know all of these problems and this is see this is the thing this is why the t-shirt help desk podcast exists you know what i'm saying so you guys can learn from all of our mistakes you know and this gentleman is telling you hey this was a problem and how I can tell you how that can never, ever happen. All right. So in closing, well, first of all, you know, there's something that I, 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 I um, that I didn't get into. And, and then I'm going to ask you the last question, which was we, we, we you talked about what RGBTs represents, what it's about. But you as a person, Henry. What made you get into the t-shirt industry? What made you say of all the businesses that we can do and we should all have some type of business at this point in our lives, you know, if you can, unless you're, you know, making NBA money. What made you say, I'm going to start this business? What, 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 what was the thing that say, I'm going to start this business and I want it to be about this? What, what, what was your, what was that process for you? You know, the motto I live by, I heard I heard this brilliant brother say, is put the paint where it ain't. <laughs> I say it all so, the time. I say that all I the time. That's one of my favorite sayings. Oh, yeah? Yes, <laughs> indeed. Like, yeah. Man, I love it because why, why recreate the will? I don't believe in recreating the will. You know, if I could add another spoke to it, that's cool, but there's limitations. So, so I, I, I look around and I see what's in my life that I would like that, that, that doesn't exist, mm. you know? And, and one was a, a, a brand, not just a shirt, but an actual brand that can rival Nike or Polo that, that people will be proud to wear that, but, but that says something that, that's not exploiting you, exploiting you at the same time. Um, you know, and there's a lot of t-shirt companies out there, but the majority of them either a use inferior materials so it's uncomfortable and if it's uncomfortable you don't want to wear it if you don't want to wear it the message doesn't get out there mm-hmm. um so so my goal was to make something that you would want to wear um and that you can look to it as a staple in what you wear like a levi's like a polo like uh. a nike there's been a lot of brands that have come and gone um and you, you kind of see where they where they kind of turn left where they should have turned right with the branding 
So my goal was to make something that could be a staple in your wardrobe that you'll be proud to wear, that says something, and that I eventually could pass down generations, you know? Wow, fantastic. That's that's really saying a lot. And I always like to get, you know, we talked about it before, I always like to get that personal thing, like what made you want to do this? And that's a great story. So in closing, my brother, advice to anyone who wants to get into the t-shirt industry in any way, and then not just w w how you're doing it, but in any way, what advice would you give to someone who says, man, I want to start me a t-shirt business? Go ahead. I, I would say do it. I mean, and that's what I love about your message. Just do it. Um, you may not know what doing it looks like, but once you get started, you'll get a direction on which way you should go have the faith in yourself because i myself there was no way in heck i'm supposed to be doing this but i quit my job my full-time job you know five months after getting started so you can do it if 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 you feel that you have a message to bring to the world then guarantee there's a million other people out there that, that resonate with that message as well. So have the faith in yourself. Just do it and, and you'll find your lane. Wow. And I just want to say something to that. And I remember doing a video a while back and, and people know it to this day. And the video was, are you serious? Now, this is the deal. I think that sometimes, you know, because T-shirts are so fun and so e easy to get into. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 there's a saying, it's simple. Um, it ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? It's simple, I should say, right. to get it. It's simple to get into because you just buy some t-shirts and put a design on it. And when you get into it, you realize how that it is, just like anything, a business. But when you say you got into it and five months later, you quit your job, that means that you were taking this that at some point. I don't know if it happened from the very beginning or if it happened to doing that four or five month mark. But at some point you said, mm, I'm going to take this seriously. And I think that's the difference between people who make it in this industry and people who don't. And I'm not saying that you have to quit your job um, to take something seriously, but it is an indication of seriousness when you quit your job because, you know, money has to come from somewhere. You know, most of us are not independently wealthy or born with silver spoons in our mouths. But this gentleman right here sounds like, and you can, you know, get a little bit into that, is that at some point you said, I'm going to take this serious. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I still remember that moment. I, and, and, I, and let me just add to that too. Don't do it for the money. I, I started just to learn. And as I learned, that evolution became me doing it. And as I did it, you know, if when the orders came in, that was cool. I fulfilled them. I would I would get off work and work to two or three o'clock in the morning. And I just, just knew I was busting my butt and I was working hard. I had a lot of orders coming in, had a lot of orders going out, but I never looked at the money. As long as the business could sustain itself, that's all I was concerned about. You know, as long as I didn't have to come out of pocket anymore to make this happen, that was good enough for me. And the website that I had, the money was coming in through Stripe, the money was coming in through pay PayPal. So I never really got a, a good vision of what was really coming in. So I'm riding in the car with my fiance one day, like, baby, can you add this up for me over here? And I'm gonna add this up over here. And then when I did the numbers, I'm like, well, damn, this is what I make full time. Oh. 
this job has 90 days notice. So, <laughs> and I said, if I'm doing this part time, let me figure out what I can do with this full time. Fantastic. That is a great story, man. And I, and I think that this has really been inspirational to a lot of people. So tell them everything about your company, your Facebook, your Instagram, your website. Tell them where they can find RGBTs. And if they want to get in contact with you or anything, you know, hit them with all that info. Absolutely. Thank you, Gary. And, and thank you for what you do, too. And thank you for creating this platform. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for the information that you put on there, you know, just out of your own free time. I, I appreciate what you do. It's helped me immensely. And I know it's helped millions of of other people out there or thousands or whatever but thank you oh you're uh, very welcome sir but 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 rbgt's is r b as in boy g as in green t's t e e s dot com is the website um instagram is rbgt's twitter is rbgt's and facebook i believe is original rbgt's um i try to stay active but in one man you know i i I try to do as much as I can. Uh, and my, my email address is sales at rbgts.com if you want to get in contact with me directly. Um, and I, for anybody that's listening right now that has purchased, thank you for your support. And, um, and we just try to keep it moving. All right, fantastic. And you got a shirt. I mean, I love all the shirts. It says, this one said, it says, I believe it says, hardly home, always repping. I want that shirt. I'm going to buy that shirt from you, my brother. I love that shirt. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna get that one. But guys out there, check out our B, because I keep messing up, RBGTs. All right. Thank you so much for being on here. Remember, everybody, do something good for somebody. All right. And if you can't find some, somebody to do good something good for, I'm all messing up. <laughs> do something good for yourself. <laughs> always peace and love and as always cheers to your t-shirts thanks so much and i'll see you guys on the other side peace and blessings this has been the t-shirt help desk podcast thanks for coming out good night and god bless